Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. A business plan. Do you have one? Have you ever written one? Do you need one? Do you think you need one? Have you considered writing one? Have you talked to somebody about helping you write a business plan? Are you in a situation where a business plan might be a wise thing for you to consider and learn how to do, or just do it the best you can? Well, over the course of 50 years of practice as a psychologist, I've written many business plans for myself. I have moved on several occasions from one community to another, and I had to develop a business plan as to how I was going to operate my clinical practice in that community. I was going to develop people I'd contact, people I would develop relationships with so I could have referrals and work a business that would be successful. And I've done that on numerous occasions, and it's worked. In the course of my 50 years of practice, I've worked with many, many patients of mine that have taken on a new business or a new direction of their life, and we together have sat down and written a business plan, a plan that would help them determine the steps to take from where they are to where they would like to be. That's called a business plan. And it's like marching orders that you write for yourself. So I've done that with many occasions. Many students that uh, I have counseled and talked to that want to go on for advanced education. That's a business. And we've written steps, plan, a plan as to how to get from where they were at the time to where they would like to be in an educational plan. So whether it's a business plan, an educational plan, or some kind of a personal plan for your marriage, or a plan for your family... Whenever you are in a situation you want to improve something, you want to do something new, you want to develop something different, you want to take a new approach, or you're going to start over and you're going to know, develop a new type of business, new type of relationship, a business plan is good to have. I'm working with a couple now that are developing a new relationship, and um, we're writing a business plan for that relationship and how they might work together to build their marriage, to build it strong, to build a positive so that everybody benefits. It's kind of a form of of a business plan. It's a marital plan, basically, but we base it on what a business plan you know might look like for them. So over the course of the years, I've done this on many occasions. It's a successful way to start a new operation, a new business, set a new direction, a new goal, and achieve it. It's not a matter of just kind of getting in a boat and sailing out in the middle of a lake or an ocean or a bay or wherever it might be and hope to hit. A place where you'd like to get to. No, it's having a plan so they have navigational maps and navigational equipment that says don't go this way or don't go that way but go this way instead and keep going and keep going and eventually you get to the goal that you'd like to achieve. Not just wandering about in the desert but having a specific objective and how to get there. You can do it. Now, a man by the name of Alan Katz, K-A-T-Z, is a insurance man and wrote an article on this particular topic uh, recently, and I came upon it. And uh, it made sense to me as he outlines his thinking in the area of a business plan. And I looked at it in relative to what I have done and how I have worked with people in developing a business plan. Business plans work, by the way. He found them to work. I have found them to work. They work. Not just a matter of saying, okay, I'd like to now have a new business. I'd like to have a clinical practice as a counselor. Or I'd like to open this store, I'd like to open this business, or I'd like to sell this particular product. No, it's not. It's a matter of wanting to do that. That's true. But it's how you go about doing it, how you go about your initial steps to get there and be successful. That's what's important. Mr. Mr. Katz um, did a research study, oh, maybe almost 10 years ago now, in which he compared insurance agents who have a business plan with agents that did not have a business plan. He studied 200 insurance 
salespeople and look at them relative to whether they operate by the seat of their pants and as the wind blows, so to speak, or they develop a business on the basis of a predetermined goal and a predetermined series of steps to get to that goal. We call that a business plan. And what he found was is that the insurance agents that operate with a business plan grew at least 20% every year, year after year after year. In other words, their business grew by 20% every single year as they utilized their business plan. That was not the case with a group of insurance agents that did not operate with the business plan, but just went with whim, went with their instincts, went with their uh, just the opportunities that presented themselves, particularly that, that day or in that situation. And so he writes as an advocate for a business plan for insurance agents, certainly, but that applies to all of us. Whether we are starting a store, a 99-cent store, and want a business plan to help that develop, or you're starting a grocery store, you're starting a restaurant, or you're starting a subway, or you're starting a professional practice, a counseling practice, whether you're developing a new church, or you know whatever you might be doing, doesn't matter. If you have a goal, if you have an objective, if you have a plan, that objective will be achieved more likely than if you don't have a plan. And in the insurance business, he found that the ones with the plan, 20% growth year upon year upon year, 20% over the previous year. So it makes sense. And he became an advocate you know, for helping people write a business plan. Now, business plans do a couple things for us. They keep us in focus. You know, this is what you do and this is what you don't do. These are the people you consult and these are the people you don't. These are the people you talk to and these are the people you don't. This is the place that you look for a, a new opportunity to develop a plan for a business or a location for a business and this is where you don't look. This is where you look for a location for a new church and this is where you don't look. So it helps you put focus, brings focus and attention to whatever it is that you'd like to accomplish. Business plans tell you what to do and also guide you in what not to do. That's a very critical thing about a business plan. And, you know, the second thing that it does, obviously, it gives you energy. It focuses your energy. It allows that energy to be spent where it will pay off the most and not just keep running around in circles and not uh, making any particular progress. So it gives you some focus, but it also preserves your energy and focuses your energy and gives that energy real strength and you're able then to turn that into a successful venture. So it helps you know where you're headed and it helps you get there. And a goal-directed life is always a wise life and it always is a wise outcome. So whether you're developing a new marriage, you're developing a new business, you're developing a new uh, operation like an organization, you're buying a new house, you know, whatever it is you're doing, what's your plan? What are the things that you're going to do and what are the things you're not going to do? So according to Mr. Katz, he outlines four steps to a business plan. They're not profoundly uh, unique. Uh, these are the steps that I've followed as I have uh, developed a plan from time to time as I've needed one. He says, first of all, it defines your mission, where you want to go and what it is that you want to achieve when you get there. That's what a mission does. It defines where you want to go. That's a business plan. What is your objective? What is your goal? Where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be two years from now? Where do you want to be six months from now? And then secondly, you outline a series of strategies 
to help you get there. The things you're going to do, the things you're not going to do. The strategies of people you're going to contact. The strategies of books you're going to read, perhaps. The strategies of people you're going to follow their guidelines and uh, move in their direction as they have. In other words, use them as a model. Use them as an example. And then thirdly, he says, goals describe what needs to happen to get there. These are like mini goals. You have to accomplish a mini goal number one before you go on to mini goal number two and before you go on to mini goal number three, before you get to your final objective of goal number four, whatever it might be. There are steps to a major goal. There are steps in a plan. And you take one step at a time and you just break it down. Maybe what you're going to do for the first three months, what you're going to do in the second three months, what you're going to do in the fourth three months, and before you get to that goal that you have set forth to achieve. In other words, there are many goals that have to be achieved before you get to the major goal. And then, of course, he outlines, lastly, the fourth point, milestones laying out the discrete steps along the way. In other words, you got to have these milestones. you got to have these uh, markers, so to speak. I've achieved A. Now I've achieved B. So I'm going to go on now and achieve C. And then I will go on and achieve D and so on to get to my goal. In other words, what have you achieved? Mark that off. Celebrate your many goals. M celebrate your many achievements. Anytime that you do something that gets you to a goal, celebrate the steps along the way. Celebrate the many accomplishments along the way. Celebrate the fact that you have at least earned a dollar. You've earned $10. You've earned $100. And move on into whatever it might be in terms of your dollar value that you've achieved. Celebrate these little steps of achievement because they will motivate you. They'll encourage you. They will uh, motivate you to kind of move on to the next level and become a successful person in the plan that you are trying to develop to achieve the goal that you want to achieve that you've been led by whatever reason to go for and to set up and to achieve and accomplish. Now, it doesn't matter what it is. You can build a building. You can build an organization. You can build whatever you want. You're going to develop all kinds of things, but it has to have a systematic way of going about it. And that's what Alan Katz really writes down in his paper, the systematic way of going about achieving steps along the way to get to the major goal that you're trying to achieve. So do it. Get there. Uh, start small and then move forward. As you move from a small step to a medium step to an in-between step to a large step on, on the way, it will happen. You will get to your goal if you do it in steps. So thanks for joining me today on the uh, podcast of the Psychology Report. And we're looking today at the idea of accomplishing a change or a new opportunity in your life by setting up a business plan and letting that business plan drive you. Let that business plan guide you. Let that business plan be your um, partner, so to speak, in making sure that your goal is achieved. And you'll be glad you did it this way. And you'll waste a lot less time than if you didn't have any plan at all. So thanks for joining me, and um, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Get the book, Lessons from My Father. It's a great book as we come into uh, Father's Day, and we also have a, uh, uh, a way there for you to kind of get encouragement from other people. Lessons from My Father is what other people have done 
what other people have followed, how they have used mottos and used ideas in their life to achieve a particular goal and solve particular problems. So, Lessons from My Father. It's a great book. I recommend it to you. Bye for now.